Dapper Dividends number 52. Here we go. It is sober October, day number six. I'm all being like Mahatma Gandhi up here. I'm giving up something that I enjoy. I'm doing some delayed gratification in the living flesh. I'm really doing some much needed delayed gratification, but it's going to make me a better person. It's going to help me, I guess, eliminate and see if anything changes what happens in my life or in my body. Not so much my life. Life is good, but uh, physically, I mean, again, it's not like I'm a raging alcoholic or anything, but hey, I do have a couple beers every night and maybe, maybe a few more in a, a shot or two on the weekend, which is okay. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't impair me of making money and working and saving and investing. That's what I do. That's what my wife and I do. We enjoy tipping back a few unwinding at the end of the evening and we're both doing sober October a little bit of elimination and we're gonna see what this whole craze is all about this sober October craze so six days in tomorrow will be one week I believe I've done six days before again I started drinking alcohol when I was probably 17 uh, in the Navy and obviously there was boot camp you couldn't have anything and then whenever we went out to sea there was no alcohol on the boat which is by the way what we all called the boat the aircraft carrier was indeed the boat couldn't have any alcohol there so there would be times that we didn't have any alcohol for three weeks 12 days whatever it was along however long we were out on the water when we were out on the water we were we were dry So sailors are dry when they're on the water in the Navy. You could still smoke cigarettes on board, caffeine, and all that good stuff. So I'll let you know how it goes in another week. We'll see how daddy's doing because it has been that I can remember. I got back to Chicago area out of the Navy when I was 21. I don't believe I've gone a full, we'll call it 10 days, 10 days without an alcoholic drink. It's probably more like six or seven. We'll see. I'm doing it. I feel good. I haven't really noticed any changes, but I am working on my book. I was going to send out the cover to be done by Fiverr. I had it edited by a very nice woman on Fiverr. And now I am going to do the cover with my kids and my wife, My daughter had dance today, so they were out in the Naperville area by my father-in-law's house. So we're going to look at the cover, and we're all going to put a cover cover together, and then I'm sending all the information out to another gentleman who's in Pakistan, I found, and he's going to put my book together and send it back to me, and we'll be ready to rock and roll with that. I didn't buy anything today. There was no buys. There was no no sells, no dividends, no anything. I was going to buy a few more shares of Chevron today in the IRA. And then Trump put out the tweet about no more stimulus talks until after the election or whatever nonsense he tweeted out. Market tanked. I held off. I'm going to see what the rest of this week brings if we're going to get a few more down days. So I'm going to sit on my hands and see if there's any better prices that, that I can buy at. I'm going to tell you about a book I I just started reading and I'm almost done with it, but I'm actually going to tell you people about you people, you, you people. I'm going to tell you people about a book I'm reading, a 
We're also going to do something that I found pretty interesting off of the ETF channel, the top 25 dividends that are held, the uh, dividend giants that are held by ETFs. And that was on ETF channel. Kind of fun. I'm going to get to that in a second. But I am reading on Libby. Every week I'm reading probably two books, maybe three, depending if they're short. And the book I'm almost completely have read today. I had a lot of driving. I had a long day. It's only a seven hour long audio book. It's called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. It follows a incredible story of Lale Sokolov, who was a, uh, a Slovakian Jew sent to Auschwitz in April of 1942. What a story. He fell in love in Auschwitz with the woman that ended up becoming his wife. It is incredible, the stories to hear that these people went through, that human beings endured what one group of human beings perpetrated on another set. It is incredible that it really puts things in perspective as I'm working and listening to this. All your problems just kind of melt away. They really do. Did you hear that? <laughs> I need a new mic stand. I moved it. I had to lean back in the chair. So it just, it sounds like something out of a horror movie, right? Here. Nice, like out of The Shining or something. Anyways, anywho. So Lale Sokolov is, he fell in love in Auschwitz. Amazing story. I guess I will tell you. It's funny, he lost his faith uh, the day he got there, he says, as his future wife asked him if he lost his faith. I don't know how you wouldn't. That's one of the big sticking points for me is Auschwitz and the Holocaust, how any God could have allowed that, not even allowed, but knew that that was going to happen. And I don't buy into the whole free will thing. People say, well, evil and bad stuff has to happen because free will. That doesn't fly with me because obviously in heaven, there's free will as Lucifer, as the theological story goes, Lucifer chose to rebel against God, was thrown out of heaven. Therefore, he had free will and choice in heaven. And as far as I know, heaven is a perfect place. There's no cancer. There's no war. There's no child lymphoma, leukemia. So this God, whoever it is, if it exists, it can create an existence that there is no pain or suffering and it chose to decide to create this existence where six million innocent Jews can be put in gas chambers. And just to hear him tell stories of, there's this one story, if you're squeamish or it's it's not terrible, turn off for a second, but he was the tattoo tattooist, the tattooer of Auschwitz. And he was asked to identify numbers. They had two bodies that were about ready to be cremated. And they thought they had the same exact tattoo numbers. So because he was doing the tattooing, which how he became to be the tattooist is an incredible story of itself that somebody saved him and talked the guard, the SS into letting him be his assistant. And then the original guy ran afoul of them and was done away with. And they said, well, now you're the tattooist of Auschwitz. And it's just an amazing story about the people he helped. He was smuggling diamonds and he, he was in connection with people that found 
belongings that were from people that, cause they had to leave all their clothes. So he had a stash of just diamonds and coins and rubies and things people brought with them into the concentration camp that slipped through the, the guards that they didn't catch. And it was just, it's, it's incredibly sad and moving to hear about when he talks about having to go in that room and he recounts the bodies that he saw just piled up men, women, and children, children that were on the bottom. He said, just everyone covered in uh, urine feces, Um, just the most horrible thing you could think of. It really, you know, I'm working and listening to that and it just makes my problems feel so small. (laughs) Anything, I was kind of upset that I'm not going to get my book out maybe by tonight or tomorrow and it might be a week later. Honestly, after hearing that when he had to identify the, the two bodies, and by the way, to close that loop for you, one of the eights was actually or one of the one of the eights looked like a three or the three looked like an eight, and that's where the confusion came in. After hearing that, it, it just really puts things into perspective. Uh same thing with the election that's that's coming. Uh, I had an esteemed colleague this morning that was pretty surprised when I told him that I didn't I didn't think the country was going to end if Joe Biden was elected president and I said the same thing about I re, I recanted to him how uh, Barack Obama was supposed to be the antichrist and the country was over and we somehow <laughs> I said remember when Obama was elected and we all died Exactly. No, nothing happened. It's, I told him basically what I see is that it's two different parties pulling in the same direction, except one party's pulling a lot harder than the other. Not saying that's right or wrong. I have my agreements and disagreements. And as they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And in my opinion, uh, for what a lot of the socialist leanings that people have I see is that there's good intentions they want to help people but when you put things things that look good on paper when you put actual flawed human beings in charge of running that and making that come to fruition that's when you run into problems so in in my opinion capitalism is the best system we have it is not perfect but it is the most perfect system we know of that's my thoughts. That's my opinion. And that's what it is. That's what I believe. I'm open to anything that's better. Believe me. And I know though that because human beings are flawed, anything that is created by human beings, therefore by extension is going to be flawed and imperfect. So that's what that is. Again, great book. If you can come across it, the tattooist of Auschwitz, I, boy, it's chilling to hear. To hear, and I had been aware of Arbeit macht, Arbeit macht frei. Work sets you free. That was over, I believe, Dachau. I think maybe Bergen-Belsen as well as Auschwitz. It's it doesn't matter. One place is too many. So th- those are my thoughts on that, and it just think of that. What I told you, your problems really aren't that bad you were not rounded up extracted from your house your home your family and brought to a camp 
where you had all your personal belongings. And a lot of these people, they brought gold. They didn't know what was going to happen. They thought they were being relocated. So a lot of people brought their most valuable possessions with them. Unfortunate that, that they just had everything taken from them. Your problems aren't that bad is what I'm saying. And we don't, I wasn't going to tell about the bodies being stacked up and the the children, but this really happened. Those were real innocent lives that were lost. And I don't want to gloss over that. It's supposed to be shocking because something like that will hopefully never, ever happen again. And your problems are not that bad. They will get better. As we used to have a saying in the Navy, it gets better shipmate. We used to say that in boot camp when we were in our early days and in the beginning, just the looks that it's funny that you talk about a look on someone's face. I, to this day, can remember the look on other people's faces. The first maybe three, two to three days that you're at boot camp. It's basically like going to jail. We went to jail, except it was worse because it was more strict. You could, in the beginning, you didn't even have the privilege to speak whenever you wanted to. So if you had to communicate with other recruits, if you didn't get permission, then you had to communicate with hand signals that was allowed. Uh, mostly in the mess hall, I mean, not when we were eating in the mess hall, there was no speaking at all. And you could only communicate with hand signals that they taught us. But when you're in your fifth week of boot camp, you go through something called cranking duty or mess duty. Your fifth week is your work week. I ended up having ankle cellulitis, which is an inflammation that was in my lower ankle and I couldn't work. I got bed rest, which I I still feel guilty about that to this day that I wasn't with all the people doing the nasty hard work and they would just come back and be beat and I'd been in bed all day. But I, I didn't, I didn't ask for that. I couldn't control it. And that's what they told me. They said, you're on, you're on light limited, you know, duty. You're not doing that. Anyways, the people that were there for five weeks, they could speak to you, ask you what you want. And I just remember them always saying, it gets better, shipmate. It gets better. And that's something that has always stuck with me is it gets better. So wherever you're at in your life, it gets better. You know why? Because you make it better. Because there was a system to follow and there was a plan in place. And it, by design, was made to be bad, but it would get better. So if you focus and you want things to be better and you work toward it, it will get better, shipmate. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of water. Listen to the music in the background. By the way, I listened to the last episode and it wasn't the music that I normally play. Anchor at times will do this. Anchor's free. I may move in the future when I'm a little bit more adept at this. But for now, Anchor is just fine because you're hearing my voice somewhere out there in the future. Somewhere out there. That was an American tale, Fievel. I love it. Good movie. I remember seeing that as a youngster, as a youngin. I'm going to take a sip of water. (laughs) Beneath the pale moonlight. If you don't know an American tale, go watch it. It's a heartwarming cartoon. Disney, I believe. Yeah, that's Disney. So let's get to these uh, dividends here. I found this on the ETF channel. This is the top 25 dividends held by institutions. Now, 
their list, I don't know how they went from number 25 down to number one, but I reworked it. I reworked it by listing the, they gave a stat that was the percentage of the market cap that was held by ETFs. These numbers were all over the place. I took the 25 of them and I started with the lowest and I went to the highest and I came up with my own (laughs) number one. So if you go to, there's that so again, if you go to etfchannel.com or if you Google top, I think it's top 25 dividend mega div. I don't remember how they called it. Son of a gun. Top. It's top 25 dividends held by ETFs, basically ETF channel. Google that. You'll find it. It'll, it'll find it for you. And clocking it at number 25 is Bank of America, which is ticker symbol BAC at 9.23%. 9.23% of ETFs hold their market cap as, as a ETF. <laughs> a little redundant. I allow, I allow myself to introduce my self, Austin Powers. Sorry, my cat was yelling in the background. I have an 18-year-old cat, and we believe that she's senile. She just starts yelling, walking around the house, yelling at random times. Don't know why. She's not in pain. Just goes again. She's lost her mind. So 9.23% Bank of America pays 2.92% yield currently. Number 24 coming in at 10.31%. Verizon. Verizon's paying a 4.21% yield. That's nice. Honestly, anything over 5 is crazy. Very good. Anything that is, you know, 3.5 to 4, very, very good. I was going to say very, very great starting yield. I do the English very, very well. I do the English. The next one is at number 23 at 10.33% JP Morgan Chase, ticker symbol JPM, 3.63% yield. JPM, the banking sector has been down. I do own them in the uh, self-directed IRA. At number 22 at 10.49%. Tick symbol T, AT&T. It's as easy as T. 7.25% yield. Que loco. That's crazy. Ay caramba. That's a little crazy. We uh, we like T around here. And I uh, might be buying some more of it. A little bit heavy T. And that's number 22. Number 21. One of my all-time favorites at 10.59% of ETFs holding this is ABV, their market cap. 10.59% of their market cap is held by ETFs. ABV, ticker symbol ABBV, paying a very, very beautiful 5.37% yield. I work at ABV. I did buy that share of ABV while I was at ABV. It's kind of like when Kramer in Seinfeld was lost and he was at uh, the corner of first and first. He thought he was at the apex of the universe. Jerry, how, how can the same street intersect with itself? That's what I felt like. If I buy a, if I buy a share of ABV while I'm at ABV, is something going to happen? I should win an award for that. That's ultimate dividend investing. That's next level. Next up, number 20 at 10.61% is Honeywell. Ticker symbol HON pays 2.20% yield. Not too, not too 
not too bad. Brain, come on, brain, you can do it. You can do it, Mr. Brain. 2.20%, that's a good yield. Uh, it's a good yield for them because it's low and they're going to be able to pay that for many years, grow that dividend, no problem. 19 at 10.65%, Lockheed Martin pays a 2.71% yield. I'm going to go through these a little bit quicker, I think. Uh, a lot of you can look up your own opinions. I can give you my opinions, I guess. Uh, I don't know how fast you want me to run through these, but number 19 is Lockheed Martin. Very expensive stock if uh, if you're only looking at the price, which is a lot of new investors do. But they are currently, I didn't see the PE, but they're currently paying a 2.71% yield. And I should have bought more of them when we were in the downturn, but damn it, I didn't. Damn it, Janet, I didn't. At number 19, we just did Lockheed Martin. Number 18 at 11.05% is Pfizer, ticker symbol PFE. Pharmaceuticals, Pfizer, uh, they're kind of like tea. And uh, they're going to be paying that yield for a while. Four, excuse me, 4.14% starting yield on that as of today, which is October 6, 2020. Number 17th. 11.20% Citigroup, ticker symbol C, 4.54% starting yield. I don't own any Citigroup, and uh, I should look into them. You should look into all of these. Put all of these on your radar because these are obviously all super solid stocks. I'm rhyming now. Super solid stocks. I'm a superstar. Superstar stocks. Dividends is Citigroup number 17 at number 16 at 11 and a quarter percent Merck and Company ticker symbol MRK clocking in a starting yield at 3.00%. Number 50, I don't own Merck by the way. Uh, I did cover them on the last podcast two ago. I was looking at Merck. I should buy Merck. There's so much to buy. I can't buy them all. You could buy an ETF though and you buy a little bit of them all, but I don't like to do that. I'd rather target allocate things better and uh, I do it my way. You do it your way. And if it works for you, that's all that matters. Number 15 at 11.43% held by by ETFs of their market cap is PG, Procter & Gamble, 2.27% yield. You know, I guess it's a little bit of a low yield, but basically they're like a savings account. They are like a bond proxy or a savings account. They're going to pay that forever. They've been paying dividends for, I believe, 128 years. They're just solid. It's And it reflects in the, the, the share price. Uh, the further that yields go down on uh, in interest rates, I mean, the further the interest rate goes down, the more people are going to keep putting money into Procter & Gamble. I should put more in, but I, I keep waiting for the price to come down. I'm doing it myself. I preach against not trying to time the market. I've been waiting now for Procter and Gamble. I have four shares in my taxable, and I was wait. It was got into the low 120s. I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna wait for it to come back into the low teens." That's it in the 130s now. I'm my hope. I'm hoping. You know, you never want to hope for a crash, but I'm a little bit uh, selfish in that way. So anyway, number 14. 11.51% Bristol Myers Squibb don't own them. Another pharmaceutical. A lot of pharmaceutical companies on this list. Ticker symbol BMY currently paying a 3.04% yield. Number 13, 
11.55% of their market cap is held by ETFs is Comcast, ticker symbol CMCSA, 2.01% yield. I've looked at Comcast before. I just wish they had a higher starting yield. Doesn't float my boat enough to, to start a position, start a yield. Uh, I do like them. I've looked at them, but I always find something better to put my money into. Number 12, one of my favorites. I, it's number one in my book at 11.55%. Also, same as Comcast, J&J, Johnson & Johnson, 2.73%. They're going to pay that forever as well. I love J&J, and I hope more they go on sale again so I can buy more. Number 11 at 11.62% is Medtronic, ticker symbol MDT, paying a 2.24%. Yield medical devices and whatnot. I've covered them ages ago. I think in episode two or three, I believe I covered Medtronic. I was doing something a little bit different, finding my way, finding my way. I'm the kid. I'm the hero. I'm going through my journey. Uh, number 11, that was Medtronic. And now the top 10 of the DDFs. <laughs> I got ETFs, dividends, starting yields. Numbers in my head, number 10 at 12.10% is IBM, ticker symbol IBM at 5.34%. Number, these are, you're all going to know these. I, I've covered them ad nauseum. We'll just go through these quick and uh, uh, wrap this up. At number nine at 12.23% held by market cap held is Broadcom, ticker symbol AVGO at 3.55%. By the way, that IBM yield at 5.34%, very nice and stout. Look into that. Broadcom, I should have bought more of that, or I should have bought them when they were dr dropping and dipping. Didn't. This one I buy a lot of, number eight at 12.39% is Cisco Systems, ticker symbol CSCO, which Cisco is short for San Francisco. Didn't bet you didn't know that. 3.73%. Number seven, I covered this on the last podcast. 12.45% is Exxon Mobil. Tickle, tickle symbol. Tickle XOM. 10.31%. Number six, uh, my other one that I bought both of these last week at 12.67% held by ETFs of their market cap is Chevron. Ticker symbol CVX. 7.10%. Number five at 12.8%. Intel, ticker symbol INTC at 2.55%. I've never invested in Intel. I'd prefer to just put money into Cisco. Much better yield. I, I like the company a little better. Strictly being the chip maker, it's so competitive. And I'm, my, my fear is that they're just going to lapse and somebody else is going to come out with the next latest, greatest chip and they're going to lag behind and get dumped. And then my <laughs> love you, 12.92% Pepsi. Can you hear my voice straining? <clears throat> Pepsi, ticker symbol PEP, 2.97% starting yield. Gotta love Pepsi. Number 13. No, it's number. <laughs> I can read. You can do it, buddy. Come on, buddy. Get on, read that. Put your glasses on. Number three. 13.58% is Texas Instruments, ticker symbol TXN. I don't own Texas Instruments. They own a, have a 2.83% starting yield. 
Number two, I should I like my kids use Texas Instruments. They have their calculators, their calculators. Number two, at fourteen point fifteen percent is Gilead Sciences ticker symbol G I L D with a complete and starting yield of four point two eight percent. Don't own Gilead. I know some people that do. And they are another one that when when the inevitable drop comes, if and ever, I will probably scoop up some Gilead. Number one, don't own them. Amgen, ticker symbol AMGN. 14.28% of their market cap is held by ETFs. They pay a 2.50% starting yield. And this is something for you to look at. So we'll see if I can run down that list again from the the top. Let's see in a minute. So from 25, we got ticker symbol BAC, Bank of America, 24, Verizon, 23, JP Morgan, 22, AT&T, 21, AbbVie, 20, Honeywell, 19, Lockheed Martin, 18, Pfizer, 17, Citigroup, 16, Merck & Company, 15, Procter & Gamble, 14, Brister Miles, Miles, Myers Squibb, 13 Comcast, 12 Johnson & Johnson, 11 Medtronic, 10 IBM, 9 Broadcom, 8 Cisco, 7 XOM, 6 CVX, 5 Intel, 4 Pepsi, 3 Texas Instruments, 2 Gilead Sciences, and number 1 Amgen. I am going to take a quick break. I will come back and we're going to get into my song of the show I'm back. So follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Uh, I'm always on there every day. I'm posting, posting away, posting my life away on Twitter. Check me out. Also, I have a YouTube channel called Dapper Dividends. Check that out. Uh, I do a couple videos every week. Been learning my way. I've been the young kids finding his way on the YouTubes, on the YouTubers. And what else do I have? My website, Dapper Dividends. That's been on the back burner since I've been working on my book. My wife has been busy with the kids and school and situating that. And now with, it's just been, so some things have to, there's sacrifices that have to be made. And my website is one, but I am still every weekend doing my weekly dividend update. And that's all that's been on there lately. So that's fine. I'll get back to creating content and putting stuff up uh, probably in the next few weeks once my book is done, done and out. And I got to figure out how to put that on Kindle. I don't know yet, but I'm going to do direct to Kindle so I can get exposure to the Amazon marketplace because more buddy. We love poor buddy. I'm going to get more buddy. And that's the, the point of it. No, but seriously, providing value where I can. And what's that famous saying? If you help people get what they want, you can get what you want. That's what I'm doing. And that's that's the whole goal and impetus of what I'm doing. So a little bit of sad news today. One of my heroes, a guitar legend, died. Eddie Van Halen, the EVH, passed away from cancer after a five-year-long battle. Sad to hear, at 65 years young, was Eddie Van Halen. The man had so many good songs. I grew up listening. I remember hearing him on the radio. And if you don't know the song Beat It, 
I loved to beat it as a kid. And it was not until maybe 10 years ago that he, I, I just, for some reason, never knew that he was the guitar on beat it. Michael Jackson's beat it. Never knew that pretty cool fact factoid for you to know. So Eddie Van Halen died. And my song of the show is humans being, and it's a song. There's so many that I could have picked, but I picked this one for the simple fact that this was the big song to go along with the movie Twister that came out in 1996. And I know it was 1996 because that was the last movie I saw before I went to boot camp. And I went with a couple friends from high school and a girl I had a crush on but never said anything to. Uh, anybody that's young out there and listening, that's uh, it's. I tell this to my wife. I say it. It's so, in a way, I'm jealous. Maybe it would be different because back then you had to ask a girl for her phone number. Where now it's, you could find them on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. You can text them. Hey, I'll shoot you a text. What's your number? It's a, it's a lot less stressful, I suppose, for those of us that were from the 90s before cell phones and even before pagers that we had to ask, ask for a number. And it was just the way it went back then. So that's what I remember. I remember thinking maybe I'll lose my virginity tonight. That that was the the last time I saw my friends before. Well, those friends. I have a good friend that I saw the day I left. Yeah, the day I left, I believe he stopped over. And I want to say we saw this movie on a Saturday on a Saturday night, I believe. And I think I left for boot camp on a Monday or Tuesday. And that that's was a hard thing to do. It was, but I wanted to see something different. I wanted to get out and I wanted to see something other than Berwyn, Illinois. And I knew if I joined the Navy that they were going to pay me to go places. And as I've said before, boy, did I go places because by the time I was 20 years old, I had seen all 24 time zones, three continents, four, four, 24 time zones, four continents, the equator, the tropics of Capricorn and Cancer, uh, both hemispheres. It was, I had seen Australia, Tasmania, and I had friends that really never even left the Chicagoland area by the time I saw all that. So that's, I bought the soundtrack for Twister just so I could get that song. And I remember after the movie was over, that's when they were, they were playing the whole song. And I believe they played a video of it. Uh, I remember staying at the credits and my, my one friend, Brian was a real big metalhead. So I was, I started out in glam, I guess like the, so my, (laughs) my music timeline goes pop music. So that would be 80s pop to hair metal, like glam. Then from hair metal to Iron Maiden, uh, Pantera type. Uh, and then it bled into punk. So, but I always had an affinity for hair metal, for punk. And and actually there was a, a 
maybe around 91, 92, I also had a big thing for, for that era's hip hop, like, uh, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, uh, Too Short, Ski Low, who else was out there off the top of my head? Those, those characters, those guys, like, I like that stuff. That stuff was good. Oh, uh, Bone, Bone Thugs and Harmony. That was a big one. I remember when they were huge. Everyone loved that. And I should do a Bone song. So that, that, those bring smiles to my face. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I will. Uh, I'm just ram- I'm rambling now. Mike, you got your wish. This is over 30 minutes. Check me out anywhere you can. And if not, that's fine. Tune back in. Come back here. Come back to me. Come back. Give me a hug. Come back. <laughs> Come back to me on Friday. I will talk to you all later. Peace.